Social distancing is a principle we should all be abiding by now, but how long will it last? If you look at companies like Microsoft or Facebook for cues, it could be a while. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. And with me is the host of CNET's Bridget Breaks It Down, Bridget Carey. Bridget, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you brought up an interesting point in this, this discussion is that, you know, the the lockdown right now, if you believe some states, they're going to be opening fairly soon, uh, you know, some, some as early as May 1st, maybe even earlier. But that really doesn't jive with what some of the tech companies have been doing, and their actions speak louder than words. So I don't know if you could break it down for us. What what exactly are some of these companies doing, and how is it signaling for the fact that the lockdown may last a lot longer than we think? You know, yeah, you have to look to the clues of what these uh, what these companies are doing uh, to see how they're really thinking, I think, and sometimes, because maybe not everyone wants to be the first to say, yeah, we're not getting back to normal life for the end of the year. Um, and because uh, you people want to hold on to hope and they want to take it day by day. But then you have Facebook who just came out with this statement and buried in the middle of it is like, we're not going to do group events until June of 2021. Uh, and, and by that, uh, you know, they're saying 50 more people, but let's be honest, like, like that's, that's really any group event. So even if people are going back to work in some sort of staged way or staggered way, uh, yeah, they're, they're not expecting any gathering. I mean, we obviously knew in the immediate future there weren't going to be any gatherings. You had, uh, you know, the the developers conferences uh, either either canceled or going virtual in the case of Apple. Uh, but now we're talking next year. It's like, you know what, just, just you know, don't plan on it because they're probably waiting for something to be more concrete of a solution for health like a vaccine. You bring up a really good point there. Microsoft also has said that, you know, it's not holding any more live events until build in July 2021. So which conveniently, the timing wise, from what I've talked to, is that that's kind of like the earliest scenario for when a vaccine might be developed. So it's interesting you bring that up. It's, it, it may be some of these companies are being ultra conservative or maybe they see something. Maybe they're just like you said, they don't no one really wants to publicly go out and say this is going to last a long, long time. But if you just sort of see how they're scheduling things out, it's clear that they're they're planning for uh, for this contingency, right? This will really last a long time. And it's why you have all hands on deck at these tech companies like Apple and Google and whatnot trying to find a way out. All hands on deck on getting some sort of app to help us track it. Uh, Microsoft this weekend they launched something called the Plasma Bot. Uh, all hands on deck. Let's get people to donate their plasma if they have recovered from COVID nineteen because for a short window of time they will have antibodies and we can give treatment. People, these companies want to get back to normal too, and so they're all you know just putting all their resources into what they can do. And and, and we see it not just in tech, but in the car companies and their leadership and and doing what they can at the plants to create uh, health uh, equipment. So. It's everywhere, um, but it's also when you look at them making these big changes, like, hey, you know, let's let's not mess around. There's going to be no events until until next year. Uh, it's it's very interesting and very telling. I'm also looking at how some of them are changing their parental leave. You know, we had that story about Google, also Microsoft. They have extended uh, the amount of time their employees can have parental leave, and it, it also is a symbol that like. Their school's not coming back anytime soon, guys, either, until there's a solution here. So they know parents are, are needing something to balance home life. Definitely. That was a, that Google story was was a scoop by Ian Schur and Rich Nieva uh, here at CNET. And 
Yeah, the, the I think that's the other thing is even if you know governments, uh, you know states start opening things up, uh, telling people to go back to work or go, or, or go outside again, um, there are going to be a lot of folks who even if employers will ask their employees back, uh, may not actually go back because schools are so shut down, right? At least schools are shut down for the for rest of this school year, probably at least until fall. So even if things open up over the next couple of months. There are a lot of folks, particularly parents, who have to juggle childcare and work. They're probably not going to be able to even go, uh, go outside or go to work, even if that's if that's sort of uh, that's been allowed. That that's going to be allowed. I I've been hearing some experts say, you know, what does it take to get over a pandemic of this nature? And it's trust. And as a parent, we're we're both parents, Roger. You know, what at what point do you say, yes, my kid won't get sick if he goes to school? That is going to be a key thing for people. That 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 feeling of trust that my teacher of my children isn't going to get it to bring it home. You know, so it's not that oh yeah, kids are tough and resilient. You know, it's it's that it, it's the worry of like how, where can you feel like you can trust everything again? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's uh, it is pretty interesting to see sort of going back to the the idea of where we are in this lockdown state, like. We're seeing sort of uh, with these events, because there are events still going on, right? There are still product launches that we've covered over the last couple, but they're done differently, right? They're not, they're all remote, they're all virtual. Uh, it's interesting how some of them are being staged. Uh, you know, we've, we've had OnePlus and Huawei over the last week. They had a big virtual event. It was pretty much like a normal event, except with no people. You know, they were talking, they were making their presentation. Uh, How was that like? Because I, I, I've never done a virtual event like that yet. I've done all the meetings and the Zooms. Right. But like, but like, like, are they like just everyone just watches and them take turns on their Zoom meeting? <laughs> yeah, that, that's... So it's not Zooming. It's just a live stream presentation. It's, it's essentially almost the same experience as if you were watching it at home for a normal event, right? Except there was no audience. You know, they weren't exactly... Well, waiting for applause or waiting for laughter. There were no cues for that. It was fairly straightforward. It did feel kind of surreal covering these events because it's like there's they're talking about phones and talking about specs and you're just like as you're covering it, you're you're sort of thinking like, does any of this even matter at this point? And so there there you know, there are questions about that. Um on the flip side, you know, I, I mentioned last week, like I, I did actually appreciate that little bit of normalcy like covering this, tweeting about specs and everything, that felt like what we normally did. That felt like something we did in like the old pre-coronavirus era. And that was kind of nice. That was appreciated. But um, it is a pretty surreal thing. But then on on the flip side, you've got uh, presentations or you've got announcements like how Apple announced the iPhone SE, right? It was fairly, relatively quiet. They had a small briefing with a couple of media ahead of time. They released it via basically a press release. Um, and we're going to see, a, we're going to see a lot of that. Like I think the developer conferences, uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, those get pulled off. Um, I know Facebook has already said, uh, you know, last week that they were kind of scaling back what they had initially said, you know, those kind of small group meetings that they wanted to plan. Um, but Apple still wants to do WWDC. And they want to do it. I think they're going to do it virtually. So we'll we'll see how that how that works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everyone is learning as we go. <laughs> all right, that wraps things up. You can check out all of Bridget's coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.